Hello and welcome to Fit Gossip, everybody. I'm Alana Hernandez, your host today. And uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about what's happening on this world. And um, hopefully we can try to relieve each other's stress since we're not able to talk to each other face to face. I thought that maybe starting a podcast would be the best idea right now since I'm actually in seclusion myself. You know, I hate it. I'm very social. For those of you that know me personally, I love to visit my friends. Um, I'm always going somewhere. And, uh, of course, you know, on the, on the note of the career that I chose in the beginning, um, you know, I've been in personal training for a long time. I work with a lot of people one-on-one. And uh, just to give you a little background, it's kind of been crazy these last few years because... I had the vision of, you know, I started personal training probably when I was 18, when I was 18. And uh, just because I had someone that recommended it to me after I was working, actually I was working in the legal, uh, in the legal field. Um, And once I got into the gym, I actually started with uh, training some of the secretaries that I was working with. And, uh, you know, it just felt so much better. It felt like I was that was where I was supposed to be. Um, you know, of course, I have my experiences also sitting in a desk 8, 8, 12 hours a day doing things for other people. But once I actually started getting to personal training, it, it just opened up a whole other, a whole other field that, you know, background is a Spanish culture. Um, and I'm not from, you know, I'm not from a fortunate Spanish <laughs> culture or family. My family, you know, we're just, just like every other Latin community out there, you know, we're just struggling, trying to make it. And, uh, I'm the only one really in my immediate family within the last, well, before these last like five or 10 years, because now I have another sibling that has decided to put fitness into her uh, site. So she's actually been, you know, in the last, like I said, five, seven years, she's been like hitting it. So I'm pretty proud of that because she has influenced other people in my family um, more than I have because I have actually taken the, I've taken it to a whole nother extreme with competitive sports. Sorry, my doggie's barking in the background. She has an attitude today. Um, <laughs> I took it to a whole nother level, and that is not, uh, it's not like for the regular public, you know, it's not, I took it there because I had it in me, I have it in me, and it's just something that interests me because the science that is involved with bodybuilding, the science that's involved with the nutrition portion, the science that's involved with my sport, I haven't been able to, uh get that satisfaction from anything else, to be honest with you. Uh, The fact that you can take yourself from nothing and mold it into something, and if you are fortunate enough to gain knowledge from that experience, is worth more than anything else I can tell you up to date. So if you continually do that, and like I said, this has been 
with me for more than 20 years, as I'm sure some of you fitness professionals have been also applying what you have been learning and gaining knowledge from it and uh, taking it to a level maybe that I don't even know yet. I would love to hear from you guys if you can kind of like maybe explain some of your theories and concepts uh, to me as far as you're teaching fitness to certain demographics, teaching fitness to a niche because I do have a niche. Um, I may be a competitive figure bodybuilder, but my best clientele is the person who has no idea about fitness. Uh, I seem to, those people, I love those people because like I said, it's like when you have a child and you can introduce them to their first piece of candy kind of, um, without the negative side effects. So it is great when I get the first person that is intimidated. They hate the idea of walking into a gym and people looking at them. They hate pain sometimes. I've had clients that hate sweating. I've had clients that if they think about or look at a weight, they kind of they kind of get a physical pain, I think. Yeah, I've had those clients too. And those clients to me are the best clients that I have. Uh, just because, like I said, they are very, sorry, my doggie is upset again. Uh, they're very open to change. They literally want it. And they're excited to, to receive it. They're excited, they're excited to receive the knowledge. And uh, they're more, like I said, um, sometimes a little bit more passionate or motivated to continue their fitness journey than um, than others. You know, like I said, I see people that they don't know any other types of fitness. So they do the same type of workout, the same type of intensity, the same type of environment. And they can do this for years. I don't know how because I, I can't train like that. I have so many varieties of training, times, time of day, types of training. And again, that comes from experience, knowledge, and where, what my level of training is. Um, you know, I'm not talking shit. It's just the proof is in the pudding, honey. Uh, I don't need to boast about what I do because it's there. You know, I just, I just, like I said, I just stepped off stage 2018. I would have continued. I would have continued 2019, and I would have continued further. I believe that I could have probably got an Arnold qualify and maybe Olympi Olympia qualification if I would have continued these last couple of years. But because of um, the financial difficulties of being in my industry, being a woman, number one, in a male-dominated industry, Number one, okay? Because everybody's, oh, it's so easy. It's so easy. All you got to do is just, no, you don't got to do that. You go, First of all, if you're an independent trainer, you have to acquire clients. They don't just appear from, from nowhere. You have to get, get them. If I'm not working for a gym, and of course, like I said, you know, I stress this because people always think that, oh, it's so easy to be a trainer and... You know, you can succeed if you do this and you can... No, you know what? It's not a... Um, it's not something that's regulated. You know, it's not something that... Um, somebody gives you a booklet and tells you, hey, this is how you do it from A to Z. Because 
every person that you come into contact with is going to have something different that you've never encountered before. Um, it could be a pathology. It can be something mental. It can be something personal, but no two clients are ever the same. I have never, like I said, I've never encountered that in 20 years. You know, even in a group training sessions that I've taught, I may have 50 people in one class, but there may be five that will not be able to perform certain exercises. So I have to be able to look at that classroom, 50 people scan them, and if I see somebody not being able to complete an exercise that I, you know, that I have given the class to do, I'm going to give them an alternative, you know, because that's the kind of trainer I am. I'm not going to say, hey, do this or else you're going to fail. I hate that word fail because I don't think that exists. Failure is when you just don't do it. You just don't do it. Um, but if you're trying, at least you're, you're trying. You know, that, that to me is worth more than anything else. So I hate people that, like I said, I, I came back, I got laid off from a place that they were very, um, you know, one track mind about fitness. They, uh, their ideas is, again, another franchise. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to down the franchises and stuff, but franchises I have learned and I'm seeing that they are just in it for a quick buck kind of. And uh, I'm sorry if, if you get offended, but um, this is too bad. This is my podcast. If you don't like it, fuck off. <laughs> but I'm learning that franchises, they kind of have too many hands in a pot. Um, they, don't, they don't actually are, their intent is not to really help the client personally. Their intent is to help the numbers of the business. Um, and that, that is against everything that a real good personal trainer is, is, is about, you know. We want to help the client to reach their fitness goals. That is the main purpose. But when you, um, when you start, like, going into these gyms, you realize that their intent and their, you know, their goal is to, is not there. They, they you know... They say they want to help you. As soon as you pay them, they are, you're at your own risk when you walk into the doors. So that right there, I mean, if you, that's like saying, I want you to come into college. I want you to graduate college, but I don't want to give you any information. So how the fuck are you going to pass fucking something if you don't even know where to start? Okay? And again, I'm sorry if you take offense, but... Too bad, my podcast. Um, I see it all the time. I see this whole fucking country sometimes is so wrapped up in something else besides helping people personally one-on-one that we have gone so far away from, like, any kind of help. Like, that's, that's my opinion anyway. Um, like I said, I've, in the past five or seven years, I have tried to grow my personal training business. But unfortunately for me, you know, when you move from, when you move, when any personal trainer is uprooted and moved from their immediate area, you know, within like five, two to five miles, their job has just gotten 150 times harder to pick up a client. Because again, you have to know the area, you have to be settled in that area. 
and you have to market yourself to every person in that area. You know, um, at one time I did have a great place I was working at, and this was years ago because that place was fantastic. The owner of the facility, he had his businesses not just in one business, but he was successful in a whole bunch of different businesses and mostly in the beauty industry, the, um, the fitness industry and entertainment industry. <clears throat> so he was actually very open to different ideas and uh, er not just myself, but we had about like, there must have been like seven to ten of us and we all made a shitload of money. Um, and this was in our first uh, couple of years that we all grew together. And like I said, I haven't been able to find that anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. There is no, there is no gym, there is no business owner, there is no place that's going to allow you the freedom and, um, you know, and not be intimidated to see their trainers make enough money more than them sometimes. That's, I see that a lot too. I see the owners get like very intimidated if, if their fucking trainers making money and bringing the money into their club. And this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. They rather cap the trainer out. They rather cap the, you know, limit, the fucking word of limit. So let's take X gym. X gym, you get hired there as a new trainer. They pay you $7 an hour, $7 a client, right? $7 a client. Do you think that trainer is going to take care of that client for however the duration of that client's goal is to be reached for $7 an hour? Hell no. And this is what the clientele doesn't understand. You literally will pay for, you're going to get what you pay for. So ignorant people, they think things in, um, in terms of monetary value first, and they don't see like the bigger picture. The bigger picture is what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to lose five pounds for, you know, in like three weeks, four weeks? Are you trying to, you know, come down from 350 down to 150? You know, first you have to assess your goals and, uh, you know, you have to pick the right trainer. And like I said, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Your trainer, if they're a good trainer, they're going to give you references. They're going to have people in their lives still that they're in commune, in commune with. So this way they can give you a referral and say, you know, I've been training this person for a long time. They usually have some sort of internet presence or, uh, you know, online presence. And like I said, I, you know, me being competitive in bodybuilding, that is my presence. That is how I show my clients how I change and what I know. So... Yeah, I take a value in what I do. I, I do what I do to show people because, you know, I'm a visual person. What kind of person do you want in front of you telling you what to do that's going to help you with what you want to look like? Um, you know, this, it's not about being a... Uh, some people have taken the career of personal training and uh, the people that don't understand anything about physical fitness... They always try to make someone who has a good body and is in shape a narcissistic, selfish, kind of like stuck up 
person without knowing them, just by visually looking at them. But the ironic thing is, if you had a choice, what would you want to look like? Right? Isn't that the most ironic thing ever? So you want to look like a certain way. Who would you want to train with? You want to train with somebody who knows what they're doing and how they can get you there? Or you decide. You know, this would be a great time for you guys to chime in. Um, because I've, I've, like I said, I've done a lot of networking. I've done a lot of marketing. I've met a lot of people in my lifetime. And I've actually seen those trainers and some people that are marketing that I don't know where they're coming from. I don't see one muscle. I don't see this. I don't see that. And, uh, okay, you have a story, but how, how long is that story going to last you? And how long are you going to stay looking the same way? So, again, you know, it seems like some of you guys understand what I'm saying out there. You know, chime in. Let me know what you think. And uh, thanks for listening to, listening to Fit Gossip, guys. Um, this is a podcast dedicated to all health and fitness wellness topics. And uh, we'll be back after this message. And hopefully you guys can chime in. Let me know what you're thinking. We'll be back. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Fit Gossip and I want to hear from you. So leave your messages, type them out, or if you want to leave a voicemail message, that's fine too. Uh, my personal email address is newhealth4me, M-E, at gmail.com. So leave a message, I can read it out on my podcast the next time I'm on the air. And I will be posting these podcasts um, on my website at helanahernandez.massagetherapy.com. Check it out. That's my website. Podcast will be uploaded on there in a special link. And I want to hear from you.